You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Anne-Marie Cross and you're listening to episode number 24 of Coaches Connection Podcast. This podcast is for you if you are a coach or a consultant, you're just starting up your business or you've been in business for a while yet you want to take your business to the next level. Every week I share tips and strategies on small business marketing, how you can get noticed, get hired and paid what you're worth and so much more to help you take your coaching business or coaching practice to the next level. And today I've got another jam-packed show for you. So today I want to talk about the times in our business when we hit a slump and in particular, some steps, some key steps on how to get motivated fast and back into action. These are actually six steps that I do. And then next week, I'll share another six steps that I do. So you've got 12 steps all together to get you revitalized and back hitting your goals, taking those action steps. I'll also be answering a question sent in by one of our listeners. How do I sell my one-on-one coaching services? And as always, I end with an inspirational quote. So without any further ado, let's get into today's topic. get to a stage in your business where you just can't be bothered doing anything. Now, be honest now, and I'd have to say that I certainly can relate to that. You might start a task, which really should take you no longer than, say, an hour, yet you find yourself laughing around hours later. And if you're really honest, that activity, the completion, the time and the date is just nowhere in sight. But you know what? You've cleaned your desk, you've sorted out all of those paper clips and pens and in that drawer, you've rearranged your desk a few times and you've busied yourself with all sorts of different things, but not the task that you should be working on. I can relate to that on more than one occasion than I care to admit. And I'm sure if we were talking together, you would say to me, yes, Anne-Marie, I certainly can relate. And I know that we're not alone. And this is something that even the most passionate entrepreneur can find herself in or himself in. So what do you do? Well, I thought about this for a while because a number of my colleagues and, and clients said to me, Uh, on a number of occasions or have said to me on a number of occasions, Anne-Marie, what do I do when I just can't get motivated and I'm in a slump? Well, I took some time to think about the things that I do. And what I've done is I've looked at the word get motivated or the words get motivated. And each of those letters I've assigned to a specific task or a specific action step. And so I want to share six this week and next week I'll, I'll uh, finish off by sharing the other six. So firstly, G of get motivated is to get specific. And one of the reasons that so many of us lose momentum and therefore fail to reach our goals, and this is according to Lifehacker, you know, they did some research and they found that one of the reasons that we get stuck, the goals that we set for ourselves are just way too broad. And I'll give you an example. I want to lose weight. I want to get fit. I want to grow my business. And the list goes on. You can see that those three goals that I gave you as an example was just too broad. If we really want to focus on our business, some of the things that I hear some of my clients say is, I want to get really good at marketing. I want to get more clients. I want to increase my income. 
those are really too broad. So say I use those three examples, earlier examples, and I get really specific. So rather than saying I want to lose weight, you might say I want to lose 10 kilos by and then put a deadline. Or I want to get fit. You might say to get really specific, I want to be able to run five kilometers easily by such and such a date. And we look at the third example, I want to grow my business. You might say something like I want to grow my income by X amount of dollars by such and such date. And you can see that being and getting really specific is it is so, so very important. And in fact, I wrote in one of my articles, and I'll leave a link on the show notes to that article, your best year yet, is it time to recommit to your New Year's resolutions? In that article, I said specificity rules and specificity rules when it comes to um, remotivating yourself, revitalizing and ensuring that this, you know the goals that you've set for yourself are specific enough to get you motivated. And then, of course, while you're at it, when you've got really specific, put all of those action steps down on a piece of paper that you need to take and get it into your schedule. Really important. The next letter is E, of course, and that is examine your why. And this is where you really concentrate and you get specific on the reason behind your goal. I mean, is your goal there to please someone else? Because if you're doing this only to please someone else and you're not really committed to your goals, then chances are that you are going to give up the very first time that you hit an obstacle. First time you you are faced with a challenge, you're not really committed and you haven't really examined your why. Why is this goal so important to you? Then you're going to give up. So identifying your big why and tapping into that emotion behind the goal is what's going to keep you motivated and even focused, even during times when challenges and problems arise. So there's a couple of questions that I want to share with you that you should be asking yourself at this stage when you're examining your why. Firstly, what's the payoff of you achieving this goal? What's the cost to you if you don't achieve this goal? Third question would be, how will you feel once you achieve the goal? And the last question I want to leave with you is, how will you feel if you don't achieve this goal? And the answers to those questions are definitely going to give you some insights and support you in examining your why so that you really can can tap into the emotion because that will really drive you forward. It'll pull you, propel you forward. All right, the third letter is T and that is tell someone. There's nothing more motivating than you sharing your goal with someone who has your best interest at heart. And that someone is going to be there to support you no matter what. And this could be a coach, a mentor, or even an accountability partner. Now, I've got an accountability partner and every single week I send her a list of goals and my intentions that I'm going to work on that week. And then at the end of the week, I send her an email to let her know how I've gone. Now, we've been doing that for a number of of, uh, months now. In fact, probably well over half a year. And there's nothing more motivating than knowing that she's aware of what I'm working on. And sending her that email at the end of the week with not complete, not complete, not complete, you know, against the items on that list. Well, you know what? It's just not going to happen. And I found that there's nothing more rewarding and motivating than to be able to send her an email with done, done, done next to each item. And this process has been so effective for us that we've started to do this on a daily basis. And tell you what, this is motivation on steroids. I stay focused and I get real satisfaction when I can cross things off my list 
and send her an email at the end of my day saying, done, 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 done. So I really encourage you to try it. Let me know how you go. All right. The fourth letter is the letter M. And the step for that is to minimize distractions. So prior to getting stuck into uh, action, turn off your email, Twitter, Facebook, set your landline, your smartphone to message bank and anything else that has the potential to be a distraction. What I'll also do is have some calming music playing in the background and that creates an atmosphere which really kicks off my creative juices. This is really helpful, especially if I'm writing an article or I'm working on a project that requires my full attention. Now, I've got to admit that I am shocking when it comes to being easily distracted. So anything that will help me minimize my distractions so that I can remain focused is really important for me. And I recognize that in myself. You know, if I've had my email open and that little wind, you know, that little um, envelope pops up alerting me to the fact that someone sent me an email or that you know, the donger comes on if I've got the, 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 my speakers on. That can cause me all sorts of distractions. And it's like, don't look, don't look, Anne-Marie, don't go and check the email. And before I know it, I've just got to go, you know, check the email because you're, otherwise you're just going to be thinking about who emailed me. Here I'm being really transparent. But you know what? I've recognized that. It can easily distract me. So I turn off my email when I'm really working on something really very important. You know, and sometimes people have um, set twice a day during their day to check their emails. That might be something that works for you as well. So whatever works for you to minimize distractions. So my question for you is, what distractions do you need to eliminate? Write them down and get that uh, in your schedule. The fifth step is the letter O, and that is outsource tasks. This is so very important. How many of us as business owners, we try to do everything ourselves? Now, just because you might be able to do everything doesn't mean you should be able to do everything. So my recommendation for you in this step is to stop trying to do it all yourself because often it'll only lead to frustration and overwhelm. So if the tasks that you are working on are tasks that you struggle with, you dislike, they're very administrative in nature, or they don't require your expertise, or even if they're keeping you from working on tasks where you excel and that only you can perform and it stops you from getting closer to generating income in your business, guess what? You need to outsource that task. Give that to an admin assistant, to a VA, train someone up to support you in that area so that you can focus on tasks that get you closest to your money, to the client's that require your expertise and that, uh, you know, you really excel in. It's really, really, very important. The last sixth step is the letter T, and that is to take a break. Taking a break from, it, from an activity at hand, no matter what you're working on, especially if you've been focusing on that task for some time, can do an immense world of good. Sometimes, you know, what I'll do is I'll have a cup of tea out by the pool, I'll go for a short stroll, or maybe I'll even read a magazine, something that gives me that five or 10 minute break. And this is really often what I need just to refresh and reinvigorate me. And, you know, just taking a break and coming back with a fresh set of eyes, my mind has been refreshed, is the world of good for me completing that task. So let me just repeat each of those six steps. The first one is get specific. Second step, examine your why. Third step, tell someone. Fourth step, minimize distractions. Fifth step, outsource tasks. And sixth 
step, take a break. There you have it. Those are the first steps to get you motivated after you fall into a slump. They've worked for me. I know they can work with you. I'm going to share the next six steps next week. But in the meantime, I want to ask you, which step are you going to do today? You might only take one step and implement that in your business. Let me know in the section below, the comment section. I want to know, set that intention. Let me know in the comment section below what you're going to do to motivate yourself, get yourself back on task, working towards your goal. Can't wait to hear from you. Today's question from our listener is, how do I sell my one-on-one coaching services? This is such a great question and something that I spent a little bit of time on when I did some mentoring in a mastermind group for uh, women of power and often something that many of my clients struggle with, especially if they're a consultant or they're a coach and they want to start selling their one-on-one services, but away from the old business model of charging by the hour. If you're a long-term listener of the show and you've been following me for a while on Facebook and and other articles that I've written and you've read those articles that I've written, you'd recognize that uh, uh, the old business model of charging by the hour is not going to allow you to get paid what you're worth and often has you being compared uh, to other service providers and really be seen as a commodity rather than an expert. And what I want for you is to be positioning yourself as a specialist, as an expert in your field, and therefore really getting paid what you're worth, because I know the services that you offer your clients is certainly going to support them in achieving their goals and generating successful outcomes. And you should be paid what you're worth for those amazing services. So firstly, what I want you to do is to get rid of any intentions that you are going to charge by the hour, get that out of your mindset, because that is not a business model that you want to create. Instead, what you want to do is to create a program, a program that has an outcome. And let me give you an example. If you were a life coach and one of the areas that you specialized in was helping your clients stop smoking, you might be able to spend an hour with them and help them quit that that habit. But rather than just charging them for the hour, you would create a program or a package that you would offer that would include more than just uh, you speaking about, well, we're going to spend an hour together. You've got to identify the outcomes. Well, obviously, it's going to be quitting smoking, but there's going to be some processes within that that you could really start to leverage. For instance, there might be some worksheets that you want your client to do previously. There might be some intake sheets. There might be some questionnaires that you want them to work through. There might be some processes that they need to do beforehand to get themselves to a stage where they're prepared and ready to work with you. That becomes part of the process uh, of your package. There may be even some follow-up Um, coaching sessions, or even some worksheets or exercises and activities that you want them to do after your meeting and your coaching session with them that helps them strengthen their desires to continue to be a non-smoker. You know, there's those certain things. There may be some audios that you create and that you give them access to that they can take home and listen to to really reinforce the work that you've been doing with them. And there may be some other things that you uh, 
um, share with them visualizations, meditations, whatever it might be to really strengthen and support the learnings that you've been sharing with them and strengthen the coaching session so that they walk out of your office as a non-smoker and continue to really embed that in their lives as they move forward. And that's just an example. So you've got to start thinking of your services and your programs as just way, when I say just, it's way more than just the time that you spend with them because, you know, you have got so much expertise and knowledge and wisdom and experience that you've created years before. Sometimes many of my clients have had years of experience that has led them to the point where they now are a specialist in their field. And you don't charge your clients for the hour. It's for all of the wisdom, the knowledge, the experience, everything I've mentioned earlier. That's what you bring to the relationship. And if you develop packages and programs that really identify key steps and outcomes and the value that you offer, then that is how you start to promote and sell your one-on-one services. And I know that this is something often that uh, my clients tend to get stuck on. So if this is something that you resonate with and you've been trying to do, you just can't put a package together that really sings and attracts your atten- the attention of your ideal client and you're really struggling to, to promote and even sell it and have clients say yes, then this is certainly something that you'll need to address if you want to start to sell those packages and, and get paid what you're worth. So I do, do encourage you to reach out and sign up, apply for one of my business breakthrough strategies sessions every month I open up my calendar and I uh, schedule these breakthrough sessions Um, there's a link on the show notes the show notes can be found at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash ccs24 that's show 24 so that's ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash ccs24 or go to the link annemariecross.com forward slash breakthrough session annemariecross.com forward slash breakthrough session read through that page um, shares a little bit more how you can sign up for one of those the process that will follow and let's have a look at the gaps in your program and how you can really take that to the next level and start to create curiosity and desire to work with you when you start speaking about your programs to a prospective client so hope that was helpful for you and I know that if this is an area that you're just starting to get into in your coaching uh, practice then you'll need to start developing these programs and packages as well so that you can start to sell your one-on-one coaching services. Okay, today's inspirational tip is one that I absolutely love. And uh, I spoke about this when I did the recent uh, brainstorming and mentoring session for uh, Women of Power Mastermind Group, when one of the participants said that, uh, you know, she would often look at what her competitors were doing online. And one particular competitor, when she would have a look at the articles and the programs she was launching to her, it really stopped her in her tracks. And she felt so inadequate in the services that she was putting together and, and launching in her new startup business that she felt that she just couldn't get out there and speak about her programs and her packages and you know coaching to her prospective clients when she kept comparing herself to what this competitor was doing and I shared with her this quote the only person that you should try to be better than is the person that you were yesterday and how powerful is that and how true that is if we can continue to measure ourselves against what other people are doing our competitors are doing we will always end up 
short, even if we are doing incredible things in our business, because often when we see what other people are doing, we've got that inner critic who is telling us, who do you think that you are to go up against this person? And we often can get into the crippling competitor comparison syndrome. That's what I call it. It's crippling. So stop doing that. Do not look at what other people are doing. Do not measure yourself up against what they are doing and what they're coming out with and the successes that they're generating. Because you know what? You only get to see the best of themselves. They're not going to share with you all the struggles and the heartache and the the, the the crying that they did behind the scenes to launch this program and to get where they, there they are now. They're not going to do that. Yet you are often comparing your worst to their best. So I encourage you to measure yourself and to try and better yourself than the person you were yesterday. Use that as a benchmark. That is going to drive you forward. And know that what you are continuing to create and continuing to get out there, the message that you are sharing is there for your ideal client. And your ideal client is waiting for you to step up, step out and share your message so that you can support them. And don't let what everybody else is doing stop you because you are worthy, you are amazing and your ideal client is waiting to uh, to hear your message. So hope that was helpful for you. I know that this is often something I've reminded myself of and I know this is really helpful for uh, the participant in the mastermind group. Use that going forward. Measure only yourself. Try and better yourself from the person that you were yesterday. <laughs> that brings us to the end of another show. What I want to do is to remind you that if you have a question or you have some feedback that you'd like to leave, you can contact us. We'd love to hear from you and play that snippet and even play that question on uh, one of our upcoming shows. The way to connect with us can be found on our show notes and that uh, show notes you can find that at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash ccp24. Until next time, have a fantastic week. Here's to take your business, your coaching practice to the next level. Bye for now. This is Anne-Marie.